Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. This week, Miley Cyrus performed My Neck My Back during a concert. I had no idea she was a Livecast fan. Miley, if you're listening, I have no loyalty to this horrible show. Please hire me to do intros on your next album. I work cheap or for free. Whatever it takes. Just get me away from these smoking farting idiots. Please. In the meantime, here's the show. Jeez, Bland. Wow. No loyalty. So rough. We we heard all we've, of that. We've been keeping a robot employed for like seven years and he still is ungrateful. Plus, this how is how you do us? How can a robot smell smoke and fart? See, does he have yeah. like smell sensors or something? Yeah. He's like a he's got a fire alarm installed in a CO2 detector. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bland. <laughs> A lot of CO2 coming from me. Sorry. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 307. Very shortly, we're going to have a very special guest. His name is Sebastian Bach. He's calling in to promote his new national tour. We'll be talking all about it with Sebastian Bach in about 25 minutes. But yeah. let's talk about the clip that that uh, our very own Chuck Blandington brought up. Mm-hmm. That's been tweeted and Facebooked at us 50 fucking times in the last two <laughs> days. Even though we've retweeted it a bunch of times, people still like... They, give us credit, man. We know we're uh, we know all about. I think it's great. It's it's nice. It shows that they care. They're That's making true. an effort for us. It's Fair it's enough. a good thing. So uh, Miley Cyrus uh, performed at the Adult Swim Upfronts, which is a, a an an event that television networks put on for advertisers to kind of showcase all their new programming for the next season to get ads for it. And it's usually like a big event, like. And they get a, uh, they hire a musician in this case Miley to perform to kind of have it be memorable so that these these suits can be like oh I had a great time at this thing I'm going to spend money mm. with the, with this company so uh, Adult Swim had Miley Cyrus perform mm-hmm. and she must have been listening to the live cast recently because <laughs> she was inspired oh it's her favorite podcast I know it to do uh, Kaya's my neck my back. Just like you should, my neck. She's I killing it. Yeah. Her accent is more disgusting than Kaya's. That's what I love. <laughs> like when she like sings it. You can like hear her teeth clucking. This is the song that she, her talent level is in accordance with, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And honestly, it makes me gain a, a bit of respect for her. Yeah, I mean, I You I, go, I like girl. It. Well, she's naked everywhere now. It's This isn't surprising. But the be- only surprising thing is that she knows this is a song, but the fact that she performed it. Like, I'm sure she saw the lyrics and she was like, all right, first tattoo this on my back, and then I'll perform it also. Yeah. And she also rolled a blunt or, or had a blunt rolled and pa- she's like, you people are not stoned. I'm going to show up here on stage with butterfly wings and you fucking people are not going to be stoned. And she passed the blunt to the front of the audience. Would you smoke a blunt or anything that was in her mouth? Well, maybe it wasn't it. in her mouth just yet. Yeah. Well, the uh, fuck else was she's it? She's stinky, but she's also really, really rich. Weed. She's very clean. I have no uh, compunction. Uh, I don't know about that one. Money, money fixes everything. She's got plenty of that. 
You say you can remove like chlamydia and yeah. stuff. If you're rich wow, enough, that's... I think you could remove all of that. I Magic Johnson <laughs> removed AIDS. He didn't remove he, it. He has it, and he never had AIDS. He had HIV, HIV. and he removed it. He didn't. He no, he's so living with it. Nah, he just lived. I, and anybody years can live with HIV now. There's, there's. What are you trying to tell now. me, Rob? That, that, how do you know that science has advanced you know? to such a, a place that you can live with HIV and be undetectable and have <laughs> basically unprotected sex, and your partner you would not get infected. So, so being a bug chaser isn't even a thing anymore because you can't get the bug even if you chase it? Uh, it, it could be a thing. Now, why don't you explain what bug chasing is? We've for? talked about it before. Yeah, a long chasing. time ago. Bug chasing is uh, when you have sex with someone with the uh, explicit reasoning of wanting to catch their HIV. You have unprotected sex. Guess. I wouldn't do that. Just so you could be a part of the <laughs> HIV clinic. But now it's kind of pointless because there, there's pills. There's a, a pill called PrEP. Because the HIV? And no, it it fights the HIV. It's like almost like a vaccine. But hey, can I, not to take the pill. Can I break yeah, in you can, here yeah. for a second? I just want to <laughs> give a very bad impression. It's not really great to live with HIV. You can, it's not odd, but you could live with it. It's Magic a pretty Johnson's, shitty Magic thing to have. It's livable. That's the thing. It's like yeah, it's, you got to really manage it and take really expensive drugs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes, if you're still rich makes your life miserable. It's not that expensive anymore now. The advance in science. Uh, what are you what suggesting? Like people get HIV. I'm, hey guys, it's like fuck a whoever you want, Darren, you asshole. Darren, where do you think our live cast budget has gone? It's gone so freaking Rob over here could live high off the hog with his HIV and not have to suffer. Hey, all right. Let, let's calm down. I do not have HIV. Let's not start this Yeah, you this cured joke. it. You're minimizing you it like it's no it. fucking yeah, big deal. Minimize the HIV that he had. I'm just saying it's not as 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 stigma yes. a thing as it was well, even ten years ago. Science has progressed to the point where you don't die. Like yeah. You still have a pretty shitty existence. Right. You you have to keep up with yourself. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself for sure. I just wanted to throw that in there because it sounded like, so it's eh, like asthma. Hey, no. It's like, oh. that, I'm not saying that at all. It's like it's a little still... cold or something. Guys, <sighs> guys, I have tuberculosis. I didn't want to tell you, but I could live with it now. So that's cool. <laughs> well, that's good. So you have that and uh, HIV? But that also sucks. you have to catch it early, though, with, yes. the, with the HIV, with the to be on the treatment. But, oh, I thought you meant like you have to catch HIV like when you're young. No, uh, so Josh, from, it. Josh from Wales said Raba Aidza. I don't uh, think we should chant that. Why? No, that's wrong. And that's it's HIV wrong. anyway. Raba HIV. Too many syllables. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Anyway, back to my. Like a Muppet singing this song. Yeah, she is. You think she's ever fucked a thug, Rob? Do you think yes, hundred percent. Which thug do you think she? All the thugs. Ja Rule, DMX. Oh my god. She's into it, man. <laughs> and I love that she's like hopping around stage with her like butterfly wings, out. just like flopping yeah. as she like skips around. She is always naked. There was like pictures of her like this week. She's out in public just with a mesh top and no bra underneath, just signing autographs <laughs> for kids with her nipples out. That's oh. great. Why is that great? Let her because she was on that like stupid show, right? What's that show she was on? Nightline? Hannah Montana. Oh. Hannah Montana. Nightline. Like, <laughs> maybe. They probably talked about her. Noah just aspires to that level of nipple freedom. She, look, Miley Cyrus Listen. is a very sex positive person. If I, did, if I could walk around without a bra, I probably would. Why can't you? Which I, well, 
I do, but, but I don't, I don't know, I don't want guys staring at me. I've been actually walking around all day without underwear. It's great. That's you went drop. to the Norwegian parade. I went to the Norwegian parade with, with no underwear. It's great. That's what they do in, in Norwegian. You know, they eat sardines, <laughs> so the smell probably didn't even. Oh, register. are you saying Noah's vagina I'm smells badly? I mean, but it was hot, it's hot out, out today. today. There was <laughs> some sweat and friction going on. I went to the park with Bruno, and like You're running around. Well, yeah, I was. We we're running around. Like I knelt down to like brush him, and then this little kid comes by. Uh oh. And he you caught wa- some lip. Well, he he wanted to try to brush Bruno, so I was like, okay. So I see he's like staring at my crotch. I'm like, is oh. anything hanging out of there? Like, he's a little, little lip, kid is lip dangle. At- little lip dangle. Oh, God. <laughs> he's like, you saw some you feta cheese down. spill it out of your underpants. No, I don't have <laughs> feta cheese in there. Oh, from all the running around. Messy. <laughs> Just a little Greek feta. That's all right. No, mm. there's no feta. <laughs> Mm. A little Parmigiano Reggiano. Look, it, it might have been a little sweaty. <laughs> a little chicken palm. Uh, oh my God! A little Francesi. It might not smell like roses, but there's no type of cheese or mucus <laughs> of any mucus. sort in there. Well, there is mucus in there. If you get wet, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I didn't mean. I'm used to weird smells. <laughs> right. Busted. Bacala. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Can I ask? I saw you tweeted a photo of you at the Norwegian parade, and you tagged Shankletown in it for some reason. Why did you? Oh, do that? because he posted on my Instagram. I posted a picture of Bruno in front of the Norwegian flag okay. of, of the the flag of Norway, and uh, he said that parades are the worst. Okay. So as I was walking along with the parade, <laughs> I thought he would like to be annoyed. The, what by the it. fuck parade is he going to that he even has an opinion? I don't that know. Guy. I, though I, I don't go to parades either. Because I assume they're the worst. <laughs> they cause traffic. Well, I wanted to see if maybe there was like food or something or like shish kebab. Because mm. they smelled grilled. Is that a Norwegian thing? Shish kebabs? I don't think so. It's well, like I disgusting mean, fish. And... It's an outside thing at, like at a park. So I figure someone must be grilling something. I could throw a little meat no, my way. I'm guessing that no one was grilling though. No. You discovered? No, yeah. there was like popcorn and cotton herring. candy. Yeah, see? It's like herring and... Yeah. Herring so, is delicious. I don't know no, what you're talking about. And Lingden about. balls. No, or uh, mm. Lingden berries, you mean? Lingden, Lingden, Lingden balls. Lingden balls. Lincoln's balls. Yeah. Balls with berries. <laughs> Lincoln balls. Noah, uh, El Dorino wants to know how the burning church float was this year mm. at the Norwegian parade. Well, in flames played, right? At the end yeah. of the parade? It was... Well, no, not in flames. Immortal. They got back together just to play the Norwegian so I don't know what parade. That is. By the way, there's a guy in our chat room that's new here. I assume Uh-oh. a Sebastian Bach fan. Where's, where's all the metal talk? He's very irate that we're not playing any metal or talking about metal. So thank you for mentioning In Flames. He, yeah. We may have oh, lost okay. the Hit listener. the quota. <laughs> What's the username of that guy? Let's, is it a fun username? No. Uh, poser Dip Dispser. I don't know how to... What uh, no, even? Poser. Poser Disposer. Oh. Poser Disposer. Uh, oh, six, so he's gonna I get it. So I was just saying dis- that he spelled oh, it wrong. No. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Give us a call. We'll talk about metal. He doesn't know how to spell disposer. That's a nine oh one. Nine oh one. You're on the live cast. Hello. Um. Yes. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. I've been listening to this show for like the past twenty minutes. Oh. Okay. Wow. Uh, so long time cool. listener. Are you in the chat right now? No, I can't get to it. Oh, okay. So what's your name and where are you from? Do what? What's your name and where are you calling from? 
my name is Emma, and I'm calling from Memphis. Okay, what directed you to our uh, our little show here? Sebastian. Oh, okay. So he's going to be coming <laughs> on soon, and you can call in and talk to him. Do you have yeah. anything? Do you have a question? Do you want to pre-screen a question for him right now? Pretend I'm Sebastian and ask me a question. Yeah. You, would, you wouldn't want me to do that. Why? So. <laughs> Well, what's your question oh, for him? No, just so we know. Is like it embarrassing? <laughs> no, not really. It's just like if I got the opportunity to talk to Sebastian Bach, I'd probably die on the line. So. Oh, oh, yeah. No, we can't have <laughs> yeah, that. Want... Oh, so we don't want to put you on the yeah. line with Sebastian. Should we hang up on you now? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you definitely should. We should. We should hang up on you. <laughs> I'm confused. Emma, right. what should we do? Should we leave you on the line or hang up? Definitely leave me on the line. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we do have a uh, contest that we're doing now. I don't know if you want to participate. Um, but if you fill in the blank, you can win a prize. Are you want to you want to play our little game here? Sure. All right, you ready? Fill in the blank. Blank of a kind. Blank of a kind. One of a kind? That's correct. <laughs> All right, I left her on the line. She'll that's the back. best, though. It's when we get a, a bunch of these new listeners, we could—they'll all fall for that. We could just <laughs> one after another. It's like fish in a Wait, barrel. Sid, what after another? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> all right, see you Sid, leave the room for a while. So see you next week. We have a great influence. After another. great influx of new listeners, welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Here's something metal we can talk about. Our great friend Dave Mustaine oh, back God. in the news this week. <laughs> oh, he had a baby. No, well, he didn't have a baby, but like one of his family members had a baby. He posted a picture of it. Oh, I didn't see that. They but. clearly didn't put a plug in their vagina. Oh my goodness. Uh, so Dave Mustaine gave a interview to Rolling Stone. Honestly, one of the most polite interviews that Mustaine has given. I was like going in there ready for for quote ready to pounce. Yeah, but he did a lot of. But there were still, there some, still some cracks of, of great Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine were there necks and backs also and pussy mm. and cracks. And uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna get to this so. Uh, we have this transcript here, and so one of the things that he was asked about was making an attempt to reunite the Rust in Peace era lineup with Marty Friedman and uh, Nick Menza. And here, here's what he said. What did he say? Uh, yeah, and contrary to all the scuttlebutt that's going around. It's the scuttlebutt. I, well, it's like uh, rumors. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish those guys the best. But their recollections of the events that led up to it and happened after are considerably different from my recollection. But here's the thing. A lot of people, they either love me or hate me. If I tell anybody what happened, it's not going to change the way they feel about me. All right. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Quickly. Is this on like RollingStone.com or is yeah. this in the actual issue of the magazine? Dot com. No, okay. I mean, it might be eventually. Because I can't imagine. Dot com is now their like main, their head, like all of their content goes on their website and then like the issue is like a. But I feel it's probably still more prestigious to actually. Yeah, sure. But yeah. either way. It would surprise me. You're that... not turning down coverage. RollingStone.com gets hits. I know, but I'm so, just yeah. saying, like, it would be surprising to me if the Rolling Stone magazine actually oh. published in a long interview with Dave Mustaine right. in 2015. Yeah, yeah, 
So then, then uh, they uh, they asked him how the new guitarist Kiko is different than the old guitarist Chris. And this is great because Dave Mustaine speaks Spanish in this. Oh, bueno. What? You know, I wasn't really close to close to Chris. I don't even know his name. I just called him Chris. <laughs> he didn't say that. I said that. Going from Chris to Kiko. We have a bond right now where we laugh and we joke and we do stuff together. Just the other day, he was trying to get me to say something in Spanish. He wanted me to say huevos cabron. And I was like, I ain't saying that. I said, wait a minute. Huevos means eggs and cabron means bitch. I'm not going to say eggs and bitch to our fans. Because, you know, we have a huge contingency of fans in Latin America, especially now in Brazil with Kiko joining the band, and he was telling me, no, that's not what it means. It's like we got balls, that kind of thing. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> what a that. weird <sighs> train of thought that was. Good Lord. Yeah. It's like he's just uh, like stream of consciousness. And then Dave learned something. This year, because they asked him when the new album was going to come out, and uh, his response was was pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're hoping to get it out sometime. And it sounds like he's talking about taking a shit. <laughs> We're, We're hoping gonna... to get it out sometime in the latter part of the year. An interesting thing management told me is that now, if you do a release at the end of the year. It's not affected by the holidays because of all the digital downloads and stuff. My belief was always that when the holidays come around after Thanksgiving, radio shuts down and you start listening to White Christmas and crap like that. Isn't he Christian? Like, why is he now? Also, on- it's like adult contemporary radio shuts down. Like, rock radio doesn't go yeah. on Christmas. So, what is he even concerned it's about a moron. that? Moron. People go on vacation, and people like me that live to work have to be put on suicide watch. Life is so hard. I know. And also with that, it's like that kind of shows how old his frame of reference is with the the radio being Christmassy. It's like, when has that ever happened? Never. Uh, Only like Light FM. No, yeah, it happens, but it Depends what with rock radio. Yeah, I just mean like no. it must have been so long ago where like the one rock station had to change for it. like the that, one in his think? town that yeah. he knew about. And radio doesn't affect metal at all uh, at this point. Really. And why does he need to go on suicide watch because people are on vacation? What is that stopping him from doing? Doesn't he have well, his he, own he studio that he can? He can't do work because uh, no one, no one at his label is there, etc. Like well, that. Still record, so right? Jeez, man. And he, uh, he was asked if there's anybody who he wants to meet, and this was a good one. There was one musician that I wanted to meet, but he made me wait for an hour and a half in Japan, and now he can go fuck himself. <laughs> what? I really wonder who that? that is. Marty Friedman. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no. Wow. It can't be that. Paul I think Gilbert. it's that. No, I no, think it has it, to I, be him. I think he's making a snarky reference I think to Marty Friedman. That's a subtweet. Friedman. You know what I'm saying? Like he. Like, he didn't really answer the question. He made it a jab Marty at Marty Friedman. Friedman wouldn't make him wait an hour. Come on. He'd be thrilled. Uh, an hour and a half, Sid. All right. And then, and then the internet. The internet. This is, this is the crown jewel. This <laughs> rant about the internet. The internet is full of websites that lie. What? <laughs> Pointing right Rob, at Rob. Metal injection. It's all about character assassination right now. 
and there's so much misinformation about me. Anybody print something? There's a lot of people out there who are very gullible and think it's true. And the truth of the matter is, probably 95% of the stuff that's written about me nowadays isn't true. I also think there's a lot of people who really do know who I am and what my character is, and they get equally pissed off when they see some of the stuff that's been said about me. But you know, I don't really worry about it. Didn't he just rant about yeah. it for a half hour? <laughs> he's got Holy a lot of thoughts, shit. but yeah, he's not worried. A lot of times people are doing it just to get me to engage and say something back, like you're doing now. Yeah. But I figure that dogs with no teeth bark the loudest. Confucius said that, I think. Dave, it's yeah. James Hetfield kicked the teeth out of that dog's <laughs> mouth. <sounded. laughs> So Dave knows all about that. Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm not going to get into a pissing match with somebody who doesn't matter. And then, uh, uh Rolling That is true. Rob Roll- doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling Stone goes, as someone who's known to be incredibly outspoken, it's debatable whether the internet is helpful or hurtful to you. Yeah! It's kind of like if you look into a drawer of silverware. <laughs> What? I, I want, I'm not even Dave looking. Dave Mustaine is my crazy grandmother. Can we? T- That's what he's turned into. Let, no one look. T- t- where is this going? Draw of silverware. <laughs> I don't like. Um, there's different knives. Re- there's sharpness. Rearranging like, the the silverware. Some are dirtier than others and have like rust on them. <laughs> okay, here it is. It's kind of like if you look into a draw of silverware. Are those eating utensils or something you'd kill somebody with? Because you can stab them with the knife, you can eat yourself to death with the fork, (laughs) and you can shoot dope with the spoon. It's all in the perspective. So deep. So deep. You want to read the rest of this last part? Yeah, this is the really good stuff. Because it's like, here's him excusing all of the shitty things he said the last few years. He was joking. That's all. Yeah. And I look back at some of the things I've said over the years, some of the cussing, and some of the things I've done, and I really regret them. It's a jest. But but can we just remind people what he said, like that African women should put a plug in their vaginas and not have babies anymore? He meant it as a joke. He didn't really mean they should put a plug in. Yeah, just just telling them to stop having babies. I didn't really mean it about the plug. The chemtrails. Chemtrails. Alex Jones, fucking Obama is monitoring him. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Obama was responsible for the the movie theater shootings. Oh, yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah. He's insane. Look up some more things he said while I read those crazy things. All right. um, it's in jest, but if you're not there, you can't see the smile after I say it. Oh, okay. All right. That would make it better when you yeah. tell black women to stop having fucking babies because they have babies too much. And then smile afterwards with the satisfaction. Yeah. That would make it better. <laughs> fucking prick. Wow. Um, you think... God, this guy's really mean. Yes, I do, because you are. Among mean. other things, I don't think mean was the first thought that popped into my head. But That's sure. pretty fucking crazy. mean, though. He yeah. is crazy. That's first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also this thing, too, where I'll say something, and then people think that's my belief system. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's not my belief. I'm just saying this, but I totally believe yeah. something opposite. Don't judge me by the thoughts I express. <laughs> yes. Come on. What, are you crazy? Let's see what he's... But it's not. You know, 
me being a Christian, uh, I have certain things I believe. But there's also certain things that Christians believe that I'm not down with. Down with. What is he fucking TLC? <laughs> oh, that was Brandy. Sorry. You don't want no scrubs. I don't want to be down with you. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> Let's record that song. Next. <laughs> but the nature of Facebook and Twitter and all the social media rage that goes on for people saying anything that is not absolutely PC. Now, I, but hold on. So he's saying it's stuff that's not PC, but he doesn't mean it, but he's getting shit for it. But it's okay for him to say it because it's not PC, but he doesn't even really mean it. Yeah. Are I, you confused yeah. as I am? All yes. the things he said is he's wanted to secede from America. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Mustaine State. The state of Mustaine. Mustainistan. That he, yes. would leave, that he would leave the country if Obama was reelected, which he was. And he that probably should... went on European tour, maybe. Mustainistan should be the episode title, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what else? Sorry. Uh... The Aurora thing. Uh-huh. He thinks Obama wasn't born in this country, and he has proof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I didn't really mean that. Just you PC jerks, liberals. <laughs> what else? Uh, well, the, the, you know, he, he doesn't believe in evolution. Uh, but see, I don't believe things that other Christians believe in. Except that. If there are still monkeys, how did we come from monkeys? Yeah. Him and my dad have a lot in common in the belief <laughs> system. He probably is okay with gay rights, though, because gay people buy concert tickets. He doesn't like gay people. Oh, no? He said, because I am Christian, I am... So I then am, which things I is he not down man. with of Christianity? Did he list? Hmm? Um, so that's... He basically went down the line of Christian rhetoric and uh, supported every single one of them. But then there's some... We should figure out what one thing is, like, even too far for him. I marched in the WBC picketing of a funeral of gay <laughs> people. I didn't mean it. I had a smile on my face. I just like marching. This reminds me of a show that we did earlier this week um, where I work. And, like, we did um, a show about gay and lesbian truck drivers Mm -hmm. and one guy called and he's like it was the only negative call and he's like well the bible says that it's a sin oh god and since murder is a sin in the bible yeah murder (laughs) it's just as bad as murder okay because (laughs) it's a sin in the bible murder (laughs) thank you I'm like, okay. Now, when you say uh, gay and lesbian truck drivers, do you mean that the drivers themselves are gay and lesbian or they're driving truckloads of gays and lesbians <laughs> from place to place? Or well, the trucks themselves are gay yeah. and lesbian. It, w- it was about the LGBT and now the Q community questioning. Um, and it was calls either like truck drivers who are um, transgender or like whose kids are gay or, or lesbian. Are there any very specific gay issues that are only specific to truck drivers that the general gay population would not come across, but for truck drivers, it's an issue? Color coordinating mud flaps. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get the mud flaps with the bikini lady? There's not a bikini guy mud flap. (laughs) Truck nuts? What if I don't have nuts anymore? Those are the worst. That would be a transgender call for truck drivers. Can we get on that, Noah? Get us a a transgender truck driver show? 
Because I feel like they're not going to cover some of the issues that the LG, uh, the gay and lesbian. Is there a LGBT show or is it a gay and lesbian show? It was an LGBT show. Oh, I apologize then. They do cover that. Sorry, Sid. What? Wait, what, why are you apologizing? <laughs> what did I do? Well, you know, I knew you had a question there yeah. to call in and be answered. So yeah. I misled you. That's fine. We're still friends. Okay, good. Next time we have the show, I'll just invite you to studio. Can next week be a BLT trucker show? <laughs> you know, just making sandwiches? So you like, can use your candy bacon. But also, I'm thinking about that guy's rationale. Like, oh, it's as bad as murder. Does that mean divorce is as bad as murder? Like, I don't... Uh... Honestly, can I say that there's certain segments of the world that think being gay is worse than murder? I watched this, uh, you know that show Vice on HBO? It's on after Bill Maher every Friday night. They did a thing about the Sudan, no, is Uganda, I believe. And how like these like evangelical, the evangelical ministers are going over there like preaching like really crazy anti-gay agendas. And like that the entire population of this country basically is backing it. And like this, the vice reporter interviewed these guys are just like hanging out and they're like, yeah, if we see a lesbian woman, we grab her and we rape her. Oh, okay. To well, teach her the right way to do it. Well, how and else the lady's like, have her, you really? ever done that? And he's like, yeah, I raped her good. Mm-hmm. And like, and then she's like, well, what if you see a gay guy? What if it's a gay man? Oh, we kill him. Yeah. A woman we just raped. They're, uh, they can be rehabilitated. So yeah, so clearly, penis. so clearly the sin of homosexuality to them is worse than mm-hmm. rape and murder because oh, they're willing to rape and murder if you do this <laughs> other thing. So there you go. It makes oh. sense. It's fucking crazy. That that Vice show is the most depressing show on television by a fucking mile. Every week yeah. I watch that and I'm like, the world's ending. There's no hope. There is no hope for us. Yeah. It's over. And it's always different reasons. And I just feel like shit. Yeah, that Uganda thing, was, I, I saw like a preview for it. I haven't seen the whole episode, but that seems pretty hard Murder! to watch. Yeah. It's fucked up. So we're going to have Sebastian Bach calling in any second now. I think he uh, he just called in and hung up because we didn't pick up on him. Because we were insulting to uh, Dave Mustaine. But we're going to have him on right now. We're going to, I think that, oh, he hung up again. Oh, no. Sebastian Bach uh, just does not uh, like to stay on the line. Uh, we'll have him on momentarily. And, of course, if you want to call in and ask Sebastian a question, the number to dial is 646-929-929. One three five seven. We're going to be talking to Sebastian about his upcoming U.S. tour. Can I just say though that if you plan on dying from excitement when you call and talk to him, please do it in a loud way because we'd want to use that for our like greatest hits reel. <laughs> if someone ever died on the air on the show, so just just a request. I mean, if you can't control it, then whatever. But if you can modulate, then just be loud when you die. Yeah. So uh, that'll happen. All right, yeah. and, and we have him on the line, and and, and we're going to pump him through. Sebastian Bach, you are on the air on the Metal Injection Livecast. We figured it out. Thank you so much All for calling right, in. Cool. Hello. Uh, hey. The, hey. This is Rob. There's a few of us here. This is Rob. We also have Noah. She's, Hello. She's the girl who picked up the phone. There, there's Sid. Hello. And Darren. I'm here. And, uh, and nice. And where are you calling us from today, Sebastian? Uh, Studio City, California. Oh, interesting. Oh, nice. That's where my Monica house. lives. Oh, very cool. That's, and- where- That's where my friend Monica lives. Are you? Fi- Do you know Monica, Sebastian? <laughs> Probably <laughs> no. not. 
<laughs> Never met a Monica. Well, she she's like partying like all over um, California. She like goes out clubbing and stuff. So I don't know if you've seen her like all trashed. <laughs> well, we've had walking down we've the street. We've had some good parties here. Maybe I met her and didn't realize it because we have had some good. Good parties here. Oh, you'd realize it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about your tour. You get you you hit the road June 9th, Portland, Oregon. You're out basically all month until July 5th. You wrap it up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and you're going to be going out there. Are you going to be playing playing some new stuff, playing the hits? Give it, give it yeah, a good show. Yes, yes, to all of the above, and um, after. The fifth, we uh, we go right back out like a week later to Europe. We play uh, Tel Aviv, Israel, and uh, Barcelona, Spain, with Judas Priest, and Madrid, Spain, and wow. um, a, a bunch of uh, European countries. And that's the way that's the way rock and roll is now for for uh, the industry of rock and roll. It's all about playing live now. So that's where the money go. is. Yeah, you're ready to go. And that, you're playing yeah. uh, Tel Aviv. That's really actually Noah is Israeli. That's right. And a lot of yeah. bands uh, uh, kind of are afraid to go over to Israel. Uh, do you share in that fear, or, or are you going to power through it? Well, what's unique is that like I've been touring the world since 1989, and um, in 26 or seven or whatever that is years, I've never played Israel, and there's very few places that I haven't played so it's completely unique and I'm excited about it and it's very exciting to go to somewhere where I've never been um, so I'm really looking forward to it um, are you much of a beach goer Do you like the- I am I, I am I'm a son of the beach well um, <laughs> you'll have to uh, go to the beach in Tel Aviv because it's one of the most beautiful beaches in the world and you'll have to try, really, yeah. And you'll have to try some falafel. Oh, I like falafel. So you've been there then? You've been to yeah. Israel? Yeah, I was born there. Oh. Wow, neat. Yeah, That's neat. And there's so, um, so is Gene Simmons. Hmm. So is Gene Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah. He's from Haifa. I have friends in Haifa, but not him. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> no, it's great. There's Still a chance. really, there's a really big, um, like rock and heavy metal community there. So that's cool that you're going there. I think uh, Metallica played there, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, my friend Dave Draymond from the band Disturbed is a very active uh, Jewish rocker. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he <laughs> he's really into the whole scene on his Twitter. He types in all capitals. He's very yeah. I was about to ask about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Dude, what's with the capitals? Is he angry? I mean, well, yeah, like when you talk to him in person, he's not yelling at you, right? <laughs> I'm like, why are you yelling at me on Twitter, bro? <laughs> People have asked him that, and he basically says, "That's a style choice. That's the way I want to write." He's no like, one can tell me anything. <laughs> That's so funny, but anyways, uh, he uh, is a great friend, and he tells me that it's really a very, very rocking place to go. So, so that'll be good. Yeah, it's fun. We're gonna yeah. Have fun. Um, who's who's drumming for you these days? I've had the same drummer for ten years at least. His name is Bobby Jarzombek. Uh, cool. Oh yeah. Uh, he played. Yeah, he's from Halford. Uh, you know, he played on Resurrection and all the Halford solo records, and he's also Disgusting. double. 
uh, double plays. He's in the band Riot and also Fate's Warning. And um, when when he is, because he's busy all the time, if I can't uh, get Bobby, my second drummer is Will Hunt from uh, Evanescence, but but he's incredible, incredible drummer. Uh, but uh, Bobby is with me all year, so that's that's really good. When I get on the stage with him, it makes me step up my game. He's incredible to play with on stage. Yeah, wow, that's cool. <clears throat> that's awesome. And, you know, speaking of uh, playing Europe, you recently uh, let the cat out of the bag that uh, your former bandmates in Skid Row were offered a reunion with you, and you guys could have made half a million dollars and they they turned it down. Is that is that is that an accurate retelling? That, that is that is a hundred percent accurate and true. It was a, a sphere um, in the UK it, uh, like two or three years ago, and they even printed up posters oh, uh, wow. prematurely, prematurely because who would turn that down? Like to for right. forty five minutes work, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it never happened. But those posters actually existed. It was, it was on the internet. Like it was crazy. It was Kiss, Skid Row, and Face No More. Wow. But uh, when when Skid Row didn't take the gig, they booked my solo band uh, the next the next year. I didn't make a half a million bucks, but I uh, kicked total ass. Yeah, I yeah. got to play. Uh, well, I was, you know, like I don't I don't know you that well, but you come off like like a like really nice guy. I've heard a lot of great things He's about very you. Very charming. What? What? Like, what did you do to Snake? <laughs> like, what? Did, why does he hate you this much? <laughs> I don't. It's not. I don't think it's Snake so much because I've talked to all of those guys um, except the bass player, uh, and he's the one that that has it in for me. Hmm. Um, I can't really. I can't answer that. I, I think. Like, I mean, I'm writing my book now, and 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 I touch upon this. Um, I, I really think it's the classic case of, uh, you know, some of these musicians like to use this term lead singer's disease. And I think that's a way mm. of uh, kind of dealing with the extra attention that the front man gets. And it's not just Skid Row, it's Aerosmith and Van Halen and, you know, Kiss and all the bands, Black Sabbath, you know. I guess like Rachel's like the Bill Ward of Skid Row, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I think that's really what it is because I haven't given that guy any reason to dislike me in 19 years. I haven't talked to him in 19 years or been in the same room with him in 19 years. Let me repeat that: wow. 19 yeah, years. That's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. So. Whatever like, I did, whatever I did 19 years ago has nothing to do with 2015. So I don't understand it either. Me, um, maybe, maybe it's because maybe it's because I've been successful for since they kicked me out. Um, I've never stopped working, and and maybe he resents the fact that I'm like the face of his band. But mm-hmm. I, again, I I never tried to to be that. I just yeah, that's not on you. Up yeah, I, I didn't have some de- devious plot. I just was the singer of the band, and yeah. every singer, every singer of every band gets 
more attention than the fucking bass player. What are we talking about? It's, it's like... <laughs> was was there any consideration given to like just replacing him and doing the show with the original band except for him? Like, I don't think anybody that, wasn't going to buy a ticket because there was a new bassist. Like, you know, bassists are great and all, but they're bassists. Come on. Well, there's an issue. There's an issue with the ownership of that name, and uh-huh. um, you know, that's a kind of a boring interview that I don't want to go into. But that's basically. You know, like Axel owns the name Guns N' Roses. That's why Slash yeah. isn't in Guns N' Roses. And Rachel owns the name with Snake. And and how that happened is another fucked up bullshit story. But I don't really want to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. You got to save fine. some stuff for the book. But uh, I, I think they're, they're... Well, that was all done. I didn't, I didn't realize those guys owned that name until after I was out of the band. Like, that's how huh. crazy that shit is mm. it's like well why would you think you know, of that yeah. when you start a band like yeah. you never start a band so that you can you know oh, yeah. trademark yeah. the name or anything like that you just want to make music I, ne- I, ne- I never even thought of anything like that I was yeah. I was 18 years old singing a song called 18 in life yeah. and you know that was what I was doing like <laughs> well, apparently they were thinking whatever. about it yeah. yeah, they're like that's Sebastian. Whatever. I think they're just jealous that they never made it onto Gilmore Girls. They sent them their audition <laughs> tapes. <laughs> but, Broadway, uh, Broadway too. Well, and, and, you know, yeah, yeah. that show, the Gilmore Girls, is that, that that lives on. That show, that people dig that show. Yeah, dude, I, I got to tell yeah. you, I told my mm-hmm. wife who we were interviewing on the podcast today, and she lost her shit. She has never given a goddamn Ow. who we interview until <laughs> I said your name. She's like, "Oh my god, he was great on the Gilmore I was Girls." Gonna oh say, my god. is it because of Gilmore yeah. Girls only? Or is she a Skid Row fan yeah, also? No. She likes the Beach Boys and that's about it. But uh, <laughs> loves the Gilmore Girls. That is Craig. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Tell her this. She likes the Beach Boys. Mike Love's son stayed overnight at my house last night. Oh, wow. <laughs> How weird wow. is that? Wow. random. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What was he doing Party? there? Because uh, he, he's a friend of my fiance's and uh, we played in Vegas and I met him and He's got a great voice, and he's a good singer, oh, okay. and, and um, he's a rocker, and he's, he's my buddy. I was going to say- I like the Beach Boys, too. I was going to say, <laughs> does, he, does he do like Beach Boys-type stuff, or did he try to veer far away from that? Well, he's long hair, and he wears Megadeth shirts, okay. but you can tell by his voice that he's a good singer, and he knows all about singing, and um, you know, the Beach Boys is some of the best vocals ever yeah, in, yeah, in the history sure. of music. Yes, he's he's a good friend of mine. But uh, cool. um, the, the funny thing is about Gilmore Girls and Skid Row and stuff, when I go out in public, it, it depends on what part of town I go to <laughs> where, where I get noticed for different things. If I go to the Rainbow or on Sunset Strip or, or a rock and roll club, then it's Skid Row. If I go to the mall, it's <laughs> the Gilmore. It's it's the Gilmore Girls. If I go to uh, like a comedy thing, it's the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, when I go to Canada yeah. and I walk around the streets in Canada, it is Trailer Park Boys. Like that's what I'm known for up there, which is another crazy thing. But uh, yeah, it's a different different recognition different part of town everyone in our chat is actually going crazy about the trailer park boys and, and telling us to, to ask you about it how did you how did you get on that show step in the in the in the door um i saw that show 
and I, I can't, I can't, I can't really remember. I think Brian Vollmer from Helix gave me the email of Bubbles, and I told him how much I loved it. And then they they got me on the show, and I'm, I'm on a bunch of those. Um, I brought Trailer Park Boys on tour with me in Canada when we were opening for Guns N' Roses in 2010. And I showed, no, 2007, some year, 2007. And uh, I showed Axel uh, an episode featuring Alex Lifeson, and I never saw him laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> he wow. just loved it. So he became friends with Bubbles and ended up flying Bubbles all over the world. Like, I'd be opening for Guns N' Roses in Australia, and, like, Bubbles would be just there hanging out, smoking dope, and... and wow. <laughs> That's a really great show. Really funny. That's cool. That's really, really cool. Uh, we have a lot of callers, uh, a good amount of callers. And if you want to uh, call in and ask Sebastian a question, 646-929-1357. We have a young girl named Emma who has been holding since our show started. We don't know her age. Uh, just <laughs> just so she yeah. can talk to you. She sounds young. Emma, you're on the line. Hello there. Hey, Emma. How's it going? Pretty freaking good right now. Now that I'm talking to you, I'm wow. So where where are you at? I'm from Memphis. From Memphis? Yeah. You you like to eat uh, rendezvous ribs? You like those ribs down there? I'm trying to say I've I've never been there. (laughs) I want you. If you are my fan, I am. Commanding of I you love this. to go down to Rendezvous Ribs in your own town of Memphis that have the cinnamon dry rub oh, sprinkled wow. ribs, which were Elvis's favorite. And if you don't do that, you're not allowed to listen to my music or look at my pictures <laughs> wow. on Instagram. Though, <laughs> so, come on. I just wanted to say you just gave Good. Rob an erection right now. Yeah, Rob has an erection. I'm on my way. <laughs> that yeah. was amazing. There's a cloud of smoke shaped like Rob here now. He's already on a plane to Memphis. Yeah. So, Emma, what's yeah. your question for Sebastian? Will you marry me? No, he has a fiance. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> you just I, missed I, your chance. I, I, how old are you? Um, I'm only 16. <laughs> you're almost 16? Yeah. Does your mom know you're calling rock A weird podcast on the phone? line? <laughs> yeah, did you get parental she, she permission? Is your dad listening to this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I have, I just I just say thank you. That's very kind. But I'm actually engaged, happily engaged to be married in uh, August, and um, I appreciate that. But uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 getting hitched. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. Okay, there. I said it. I'm jealous. Oh, that's very nice of you. But you still that's have nice, this wonderful music that to enjoy. And now you have a good. I think I'm a little. I think I'm a little. I think I'm a little too old for you. Either that, or, or you thought you were calling Ted Nugent. <laughs> nice. Nice. Six bird. Six bird. I want to say I have something slightly in common with Sebastian because you uh, dated uh, an Indian woman, and I am married to a very beautiful Indian woman. 
happened? Yes, I, I did marry an Indian woman, and then I divorced an Indian woman. Oh, I'm sorry. I got and, bad information. I thought you. Uh, I didn't know you ever I got married. I think the message of that is don't mess with an Indian woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I was uh, actually there was always an old yeah. adage that those uh, the red dot on their head is actually a record button, and they remember every single thing. <laughs> oh, you said. My oh my god! <laughs> and it's true. That. He can say that he's married to an yeah, Indian yeah. woman. I am married to an Indian woman, <laughs> who I love very much. She doesn't have the dot then. Make sure, make sure all the hate mail is directed towards him. Okay. <laughs> she did. She did wear one of those things to one of the weddings. Well, we it's had. ceremonial. She's yeah. not like hanging out in the living room with that. Right. Uh, well, you so, know, I visited India. I visited India once uh, on vacation, and you know what it stands for, India? What? I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it. It's great culture, great food and all that, but going there is, uh, doesn't seem like the best. Um, since you're getting married in August, are you like hands-on when it comes to planning your wedding, or are you leaving that up to your fiancé? I'm very hands-on when it comes to my fiancé, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am both hands-on all the time. That's why we're getting married. That's awesome. Congratulations. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, let's talk about the book, Thank though. You. Uh, you're, you're working on, a, on an autobiography. Are you writing yeah. it yourself? Or do you, do you have some help? Yeah, and I don't, want, I don't want you to get scared by that because, like, you know, <laughs> I've never written a book before, but I, I was offered the deal uh, with HarperCollins, and I, I wasn't interested in having somebody else, like, write my book. Yeah. I... I I don't find that interesting. I mean, listen, so they yeah. go, okay, smart. they say that they said, okay, smarty pants. <laughs> let's 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 read something that like write. So I locked myself away for a couple weeks, and I came up with like thirty-five pages that I really liked. And they, and Harper Collins said, yes, we really we are very impressed, and you can write your own book. Uh, so I've been working really hard. I'm about like 450 pages oh, wow. and I got all, oh yeah, yeah. And I got all my scrapbooks, like all my how, pictures that I took even, like, how do you on a Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi tour, Aerosmith tour, Guns wow. N' Roses, uh, yeah. Pantera, Soundgarden, uh, Motley Crue. Um, like, you know, it's a good book when you j forgot to mention the Motley Crue tour. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you've oh, lived yeah, quite a life, sure. so. Uh, oh my goodness! So you, you certainly I'm have like a lot to talk only, about. I'm, I'm, I'm like one of the only rock guys that doesn't have a book. You know, I've read all the books and I know which ones I like, and uh, and um, I'm really into it. I'm, I'm into creating. Like the rock and roll music industry, unfortunately, has without rock radio, it's become like a less creative medium because it's really about playing live all the time which is wonderful but i love to make albums i love making albums and yeah. writing songs and coming up with new stuff and without radio to play it it's very challenging to figure out you know how to get it out there absolutely yeah and less of a demand for for you to to create new music because it's like oh well we're still pushing and, the old album. And, like, you know, since you come from, like, the 80s and, you know, like, where radio play was pretty much how you learn about bands and stuff, and now you're in this 
world where it's like the internet just saturates us with information. It must really be like what goes inside your mind when you try to put it all together about the industry. Well, I mean, there's so many, there's so many ways I could answer that. All I can say to you is that I was uh, signed to a label called Frontiers Records. I signed a contract like in 2003 or 2004. I can't remember, like 10 years ago or something. And and I have put out three full-length solo CDs, a, a, a live, double live CD, um, a lot of product. Mm-hmm. And... And and now I don't I'm not with them anymore. And I got to tell you, it's the greatest feeling to not be working on a record. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like I hate to tell you all that, but like when Gene Simmons says, you know, rock is dead. That's not a literal statement. But as far as making an album and putting it out, and there's nowhere to play it, and and it's just it's like wow, it's like really challenging. I mean, YouTube is cool. Yeah, but, you know, but they don't like. That's, that's cool. It doesn't make the same statement what, 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 that it what, used what, to. What, right? It's really like, frustrating to all of us bands. Like Nikki Six said it, Ian Asbury said it, Gene Simmons. We all say it is that these radio stations play our music all day. They play "I Remember You," "18 in Life," and mm-hmm. on down the line forever. So it's almost like we feel as artists, they kind of like owe owe us, like play the new shit. We we're, we you built your station mm. on our music, like, <laughs> and you still play it every day, right? So how is it? How is it you can't play the new tune? Like yeah. how is like logically it doesn't it doesn't make sense because the fans want to hear it live. I play just as much new stuff as old, and it fits right in and. uh you know, the videos get millions of plays on YouTube, so it would just make sense. You know, here's I Remember You, and here's the new one. Like, yeah. like, like that's the way it used to be. Like, I don't see what the big deal is, but... It's just radio's too, too like, formula-based. It's, gotta... it's just old guys that need to be pushed out of their program director jobs. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it also is... Oh, go ahead. Don't they get bored of the same tunes? Like They're not listening. I mean, they have no feelings. <laughs> They're terrified. They just want to keep their job. Yeah, they just don't want their job to go away. Because of Bruce, they let Skid Row Rock and roll is about like, breaking rules and being crazy and wild. And, yeah. You know, not... Not just being boring, like yeah. like playing the same <laughs> playing the same tune for year after year. As much as I love Pink Floyd, comfortably numb, <laughs> I've heard it enough. I've yeah. I've heard it enough. Yeah. Dude, it's like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> is there anybody in there? I've heard yeah. that yeah. a billion times. Yeah. I don't need a play the song. Play the song after that. Exactly. I think I record. say that all the time too. Like, there's like, so much. Great catalog. I feel bands. like the thought process might also be like that they figure anybody who's going to the internet for that music is already not listening to the radio. Yes. So they figure that the people that still are listening to their station are the ones that do only want to hear stuff they've already heard. So they better, sure as fuck, keep giving them exactly what they want. Because if they lose them, then there's no one behind them to keep <laughs> listening to the yeah, station. Good point. You know, but why would it make why would it make them lose a listener if they played? 
like the comfortably numb and then the new, new Roger Waters yeah. song. Like how how would how would a person say, "No, I I don't want to hear that." Oh my god. I, I, like, I think they're just I, it might not make them lose a listener. I think they're just too scared to find out. Yeah. You know? I feel like, like I well, I would be intrigued really? like, "Oh, well, what does Roger Waters even sound yeah. like now?" Cuz yeah. they're on life support these fucking yeah. stations, yeah. you know? They they don't want to lose oh, that last yeah. trickle of money so they don't take any risks at all. Yeah. It's everything Crazy. is focus grouped. Crazy. And if the song isn't like, even like classic rock songs that you have heard, if the focus group doesn't love it, then that's gone too. And the rotation gets smaller and smaller, and that's why it's the same fucking Pink Floyd song over and over again. <laughs> I, live, I live in a world of WKRP, yeah. Dr. Johnny, <laughs> Venus yeah. Flytrap. Yeah. Sadly, that kind of stuff doesn't exist anymore now. The deep now. cuts. You get a printout well, of the I 10 songs the, you can play, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, it was... I mean, we we could. Rant. I just, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, huh? I was gonna say we could rant and rave about uh, uh not so much raving, but about radio forever. Uh, there's endless yeah. stuff to complain about. It's depressing. If you can't tell, a handful of us actually do work or have worked in radio, so yeah, it makes us all very very sad. <laughs> Like, well, I wonder what the meeting is day to day, week after week. What are we gonna do? Well, we're gonna play. Uh, <laughs> ACDC, Back in Black, um, <laughs> Bob Seger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, old <laughs> do, you have, and roll. do you have the notes from the meeting we had in 1996? Yeah, just that again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> home Alabama. Exactly. Let's get lunch. Yeah, that's exactly. And I love all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's other stuff. Too. It's not that it's play bad Saturday stuff. Night, play Saturday Night Special. Play, play something like yeah. that. Like, whatever. But uh, anyways, yeah. We're, so we're, you guys out of New York? Yes. We are out of New York, yeah, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, cool. And uh, uh, well, let's, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I think uh, our, our time is, is running low with you, Sebastian, so we, we don't want to keep you too long, but we do have a bunch of uh, people on the line uh, that, that have been okay, uh, cool. waiting to talk to you, so let's just get through the callers and then we'll, we'll do this. We have uh, right. Josh on the line. Hey, guys. Josh from hey, from. Josh. Uh, from all the Wales. way from Wales, the United Kingdom. From Wales? Yep. yep. <laughs> That's awesome. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm pretty good, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and, I just uh, had... Huh? Josh is, Josh is a regular, of our, a regular listener and a caller, and he's a very laid-back guy. Uh, we just played uh, Wales uh, last time. I can't remember the name of it. It's probably Cardiff. Okay. I'd imagine it's Cardiff. What's, yes, Cardiff. Do you have a question? Yeah, that's that's a big city. Yeah, I do. Um, well, I have two questions. One is like somewhat stupid, uh, and it's for a friend who's a big fan. So, uh, what is your preferred color of grape, red or green? Oh God! Definitely, definitely red. Uh, in a liquid form. <laughs> ah, yes. That's a good answer. Okay. Uh, that'll please him a lot. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, the second question was actually about Gilmore Girls. Uh, what was it like actually being on a show like that? Because I remember seeing you when I was like 11 and not really knowing who you are to knowing about mm -hmm. Skid Row. And then, like, holy crap, the Sebastian Bach and uh, Gilmore Girls. Well, well, what, what you didn't uh, 
what what you missed in Wales is that I did like uh, a bunch of Broadway shows in between Skid Row and Gilmore Girls is how I got on the Gilmore Girls. Uh, uh, the people that write that show heard about me being on Broadway and they wanted a rock and roller to be on the TV show. So they thought that I could actually do it since I had done Broadway. And that's why it might seem weird to you over there, but <laughs> that was your way. That's into all Hollywood. That cool. All right. Well, yeah, Josh, TV people, TV Josh. people are impressed by Broadway. They're like, wow, Broadway. Oh my God. You know, they, they freak out on that. Well, I think the one thing nobody can take away from you, Sebastian, and I mean this as nothing but a compliment, is that your voice is, is absolutely still intact. You can you can sing. There's no auto tune or, or backing tracks there. You you, yeah. you do it. And there's you no James Hetfield. No, I don't. I don't even know. Like when I see a band and they're using background tracks, I I literally don't know how to do that. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what machine to get or how to tape. Like I don't. I, I just get up there and go for it. You don't even need. It. <laughs> All right, we have a we have we have Sydney on the line. Sydney has. Oh my gosh! Hi. Hi, Sydney. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Where Where are you at? Um, I'm in New York. Cool. So right what's, on. Your, what's your question, Sydney? Yeah. Um, uh, my question is, um, and since you've been solo now for so long in uh, your life, 19 years, you said, um, what part of your career was the most fulfilling, being in a band like Skid Row or simply just being on your own, writing your own music and such? Well, there was two points that was the most fulfilling. One, The very, very most fulfilling point of my career was Jekyll and Hyde on Broadway. That was the... That was the uh, moment where I sang. This is the moment. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was <laughs> going to break into song right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, that that was uh, that was something that I had could never foreseen myself uh, doing. Let alone like getting good reviews and getting uh, my contract extended and then doing other plays after that. That was and. That, that was something that, that um, my fans and my family and myself never saw coming. And it was an incredible thing to do because I'm such a fan of comic books and Marvel comics. And I would get on stage six times a week and shoot fire out of my arms and beat up people and <laughs> scream and wear a cape and... You know, it was incredible. It was I was so into it. So that would be what I would say. That was the best point of my whole career. Very cool. Just so you know, you could wear a cape like whenever. Yeah, you're Sebastian. <laughs> you could just do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like as that as we had Sydney uh, call and like freak out. Like I just realized, you know, uh, you the way you experience life. Not many people get to experience that in terms of just people randomly no. coming up to you and like you're just going about your day, but this like a personal bag. Oh my God, it's you! It's Sebastian <laughs> Bot. Like you have to learn how to like properly Respond react to, to that, that where yeah. you, where you don't treat the person like a psychopath because I'm sure it kind of feels <laughs> like, like like jarring to to get that all the time. It right? is. It's totally jarring. My fiance is finding that out every time we go in public. <laughs> Like the, the, I gotta tell you, the most frustrating thing 
about Skid Row not being together is that I cannot not be in Skid Row. I, when I go to the grocery store, like, if I go down the street, dudes will drive down the street and hang out the car window and go, you've gone wild! Like, <laughs> like at the, and they'll, like, stop and shake my shoulders and sing, oh, and, like, it's like, it's... <sighs> You know, it's like, that's the way it is. It's like yeah. Vince Neil, you know, Motley Crue. It's, it's, it's the, the public decides what the public decides. And they they tell me that I'm Skid Row every three steps down the <laughs> sidewalk. It's re reiterated to me. That's a good point, though. These <laughs> other fucking guys get to not be in the band anymore, and you don't. Yeah. Even well, though they the, get well, the yeah, name. the thing is, like, you can kick the man out of the band, but you can't kick the band out of the man. I'm, I found that out a long time. Well, if the, if the man <laughs> is the whole band, you, then you can't. The other guys, you can't. <laughs> well, it's frustrating, you know, when, when if they don't want to play with me, it, mm -hmm. it's just so weird because that's my whole life is that. Like, everywhere I go, it's just, that's all I hear. And, uh, and that's all they fucking, that's all they hear. Every interview is Sebastian, 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 <laughs> Sebastian, for years and years and years. So it's like, and the misery, what the fuck? Yeah, like, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you could just round up three guys and, you know, play a skid row and people would go see that, though. Maybe uh, like maybe a red or just add a second D to skid S K I D D. They can't do the opposite. You know what I'm saying? They can't get some guy to sing and then it's Skid Row. You like know back I mean? in the day, the band Red Cross, they were R E D C R O S S, and then the actual Red Cross <laughs> sent a cease and desist, so they changed the spelling and they went on. And everybody knows it was wow. Red Cross R E D D K R O S S, and they went on for like another decade. Kid Row. Kid yeah, Rock. yeah, yeah. Kid Too close to Kid Rock, Rock and then people won't oh, go. Yeah. Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. How about good. Red Cross Kid Row? Red Rock. Yeah. Skid Cross. Yeah. Skid Cross. There we go. Skid Column. Oh, no. No, no. How about Red Skid? No. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> All right. Well, Definitely not Red Skid. Okay. Oh, okay. We have uh, uh, Sid, Sid has a, a question. Yeah, I, time for the hard-hitting journalism part, portion, where if you get mad, it's the end of the interview. So it's all right anyway. Though hopefully you won't get mad. Well, yeah, I'm good. Okay. It's it's like it's more of a sociological question using one of your life experiences as the fulcrum. But anyways, so and and if you want to save this for your book and not talk about it here, that's totally fine. Just get on with it. All right. <laughs> so back in the day, when you were in Skid Row, in the in the the, the peak of Skid Row's fame, there was a very controversial time where you got in a lot of trouble. For a t-shirt that you were caught wearing, I don't think I need to say what uh, was on the t-shirt anyways, you got in a lot of trouble, you had to go on like an apology kind of tour, you talked to Kurt Loder and all that and apologized, and nowadays that seems to happen to somebody famous every week, between Facebook and Twitter and TMZ, there's always somebody sort of putting their foot in their mouth or doing something that they then have to go on apologizing for, and you were sort of like patient zero for that phenomenon among celebrities, so how do you feel now seeing this be like an epidemic like years later after you went through it pre-internet basically oh uh, well I mean what a thing stick your someone you know uh, I mean if, you, if you're hold on hold on I'm sorry you you told could you repeat yeah, that though like it completely cut out you cut out for a second oh okay sorry about I that one of, one of David Lee Roth's quotes was uh 
you know, as soon as you stick your head above the crowd, you know somebody's going to throw a rock at it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. <laughs> I just think yeah. I just think that one thing I've learned uh, over my whole life is that fame is uncontrollable. You cannot control it. You have got to take it, the good and the bad, and um, you're under a microscope. Um, and if you use a word that, uh, you know, in 1987, that, that every, every guy used those kinds of words then, you know, Eddie Murphy, delirious, oh, yeah. um, all that kind of talk. But if you're in the spotlight, then, 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 um, you're a lightning rod for the public discussing your behavior. So I was rightfully singled out that that was abhorrent and not cool in any way so you know i was 21 and fucking drinking a pint of jack daniels and doing all sorts of shit (laughs) so i wasn't like in my best frame of mind but the the fact is is that we all use those words then we all use those words a long time ago and and nobody uses those words now but it was kind of a sign of the times you know i i i have two sons and i remember from my youth how funny Eddie Murphy delirious was. And I hadn't seen it in years. And I told my sons, Oh, you got to see it. The funniest (laughs) thing ever. And I sat them down. I put the DVD in (laughs) this fuck, this fucking F word is staring at my ass. It was like, I I couldn't even, I I just ran up and pressed stop. I, I couldn't show it to them. It's you know, pretty shocking so, to watch that. Now. It's it so really hard is. to watch now. Yeah, it really. Yeah, I tried watching. It's, it, it's it's all about those kinds of words, and that kind of mentality. But you know, that's like a high school mid eighties night uh, mentality. That's you know not not people don't think like that now. That's the thing know? about it is that if you watch Delirious, it's still funny. He's a brilliant comic, but it's just so. It's a different, such but a different. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's it's too tasteless. It's just some of that stuff. But Eddie, Eddie Murphy makes the T-shirt I wore look like yeah. romper. Oh room, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, does, isn't that like the first bit he does in yeah. the special? It's yeah. like right off the top. He goes, with he that. goes like, right into wow. it. Wow, <laughs> while wearing a full body leather suit. Yeah. Right, like the I mean, lack of self awareness, though. Like looking yeah. back, is just insane. But he, yeah, he talks about uh, Mr. T uh, getting having anal sex and receiving a penis, <laughs> and, and, ha- and uh, breaking the penis. Norm, Norm, <laughs> Norman, the honeymoon is. <laughs> you better get back here and start. You know that I know that you want to fuck me in the ass. There we go. We're going to get in trouble just for yeah. laughing at this. Yeah. We're like, it's going to be, you know, we're going to get in trouble. So no, but it's just the on. point is you were a young guy and you, it, it wasn't like malicious. It was a throwaway thing, but you're so famous that people called you on it. I feel like you'd have to, like if this happened today, if you, if you wore that same shirt, you would have to go on like Diane Sawyer. Yes. There would be a one hour special yeah. of you going to clinics and talking to youths and, and being just like, <laughs> yeah. you'd, have not, to sound a, you'd have to start a foundation. It's not to minimize yeah. it. It was, we know it was wrong, but it's yeah, like it, absolutely. a mountain out of a molehill. Well, I never knew anybody cared what T-shirt I wore up, up till then, and then I found out real, real quick. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, so. Sebastian, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us. Yeah, Sebastian's going to be on tour starting June 9th. Yes. Some of the cities are Portland, Seattle, Edmonton, Alberta, Calgary, Regina, Saskatoon. Regina. 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 Saskatoon, Winnipeg, Spring Lake, Spring Lake Park, Minnesota, Kansas City, uh, Kent, Ohio, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Lancaster. Right, if any of those towns are <laughs> near you, Israel, go Europe. see Sebastian Bach. And for our international listeners, that's right, Sebastian's heading to Europe as well. He's writing a big book. Yep. Now, Seb- Sebastian, we talked about uh, radio stations not playing the new stuff. We want to play something off of your most recent album which is give i em, love you give them hell you guys and so what is yes. your favorite track off the new album we want to play it as we let you go play uh the song i wrote with uh john five and uh this is duff on the bass wow uh bobby on drums and john five on guitar it's called temptation just kidding. We're playing 18 in life, followed by Comfortably Numb <laughs> by Pink Floyd. What a fucking dick. We oh. are the youth gone wild. We're 50. Woo! Just kidding. We're playing a song from you. No, no, no. We're going to play okay. Temptation. Sebastian, thank you so much. I for- walk right into that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for All being right. a great sport. Have a great night. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, man. Later. Bye-bye. All right. That was Sebastian wow. Bach. Here is a track off of his most recent album came out last year called Give Him Hell. Here's Temptation.
This is your announcer Chuck Blandington. Reminding you. Joe Franklin. Stephen Sugall. Cousin Brucey. This show has introduced young people to more creepy old men than chat roulette and Tinder combined. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. You are in the middle of a Metal Injection live cast music break. I am so, so, so sorry about that. I promise it will be over soon. Until then, here's more of whatever this is.
Good golly. Isn't this metal injection live cast music break just the best? The way that one guy was screaming. And that other guy was all blast beating and stuff. So grim. Come on. Who wrote this garbage? I'm not reading this.
while listening to this metal injection live cast music break, we strongly encourage you to work out your neck, your back, your pussy, and your crack. Thank you and good luck. Now back to the music.
isn't a song playing. Did Rob forget to queue up more tracks? No. Thank goodness. The music break is over. Now we return to the Metal Injection live cast. Gosh darn it, Bland. I'm not that stoned. It happened. Yeah. You're, uh, you are that stoned. You just happened to get it right. This time. Yeah. yeah. All right, like fair a enough. broken clock. Welcome to hour 1.5. <laughs> that interview went a little longer than we expected. It was but, great. But it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Sebastian Bach. What a great guest, a great interview. And uh, one thing I, I wanted to... Que- oh, let's talk about the music break really quick. Uh, other than the Sebastian Bach song we heard, Temptation, all the songs were picked by Noah. We had a band named Blues. Wait, the band or the genre? Very, like, not SEO... Um, yeah, awful SEO. Yeah, awful SEO. And their their song title is on the cusp of giving up. It's oh. kind of how Sid feels right now. Push them right over that cusp. <laughs> Just do it. Then we have Coliseum, a band that I also enjoy. Skyline Fucker was the song. Then we have Clutch, who both Noah and I are going to see this Tuesday with Mastodon in Central Park. Oh, I'm God. I'm going to see them twice. At least it's open air, so the stink of all the fans won't... Knock oh, it's gonna be great. The band's out. Jesus and uh, that'll be uh, th- that song was Wishbone, and then some Children of Bodom to to wind it down with Children of Decadence. <sighs> was everything Children of with them? Like what the fuck? No, branch out. <laughs> Next week, I think I'm going to be doing the playlist. By the way, it's possible. If oh yeah, uh, S- Sid said uh, he's going to be doing the playlist. So All that's new exciting. Playlist. And. Uh, <clears throat> We have... Oh, yeah. So one thing I wanted to share is uh, I went to see Faith No More. Did you go see Faith No More this week, Sid? No, I sold my tickets for more than double what I paid for them. Wow. Like a boss. Was it to Rob? No. Did Bob, no, did Rob, Rob gets in that shit for free. Yeah. Like a boss. Uh, I got in for free. Did say that, right? But by, by luck, if, if because uh, this publicist, their publicist messed up getting me into... A periphery show. <laughs> How do you need a publicist to get into that? You, you yeah, friends with part of the like family. Oh well, but even still, it's like I don't want to bother the band. Like you they're working. The girlfriend of the band. Look, the, and then she bothers the band. It's yeah, just, okay. <laughs> I mean, like what happened was that actually worked to Rob's benefit. So yeah, it's it worked to my benefit because she messed up my ticket to that, and then I was like, it's okay. You can make it up to me by getting me into Faith No More. And getting like, me into this much more difficult show to get. Yeah, me into. yeah. And she was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> Uh, and so I got, I knew I was in and I was so excited. So I show up to the, to the line and I show up and, and there's a line for the guest list, specifically just for the guest list. <clears throat> 
the special. And so when I get to the line, there's a like Haitian man working the door. He's the How security you know guard. Well, I'm just like like a Very like specific. a dark, skinny. Was it white man with, with a Haitian accent, with some sort of uh, Caribbean on his, accent? On his French? T-shirt, he said, "I'm from Haiti." That's yeah. how Rob knew. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that guy's working security. That guy's the the one checking the IDs. Then uh, in front of the line are these two very masculine, very masculine-looking bears. Gentlemen, gentlemen, like look at you, just assuming you know everything about everyone, just judging books by their covers, left and right. Uh, I, my judgment was here? very accurate once the story is told. Uh, and then, so right behind them is this, is this like, is a girl, just a whatever. Nothing, no, nothing no. descriptive to say about her. Yeah, you're saying your, your keen skills the, of observation only work on yeah. dudes. These two beefy, <laughs> <laughs> bulking bears, and then a girl. Yeah, <laughs> There's a girl there. I think she had one boob. Then there was a girl. Uh, no, it was like this tiny little girl. Like she was. I didn't see her. Was her it Emma face. from Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> so country of national origin. Uh, I, I didn't get, get a good look at her face, and okay. so like I just saw her back. Just saying. So, <laughs> so, looking at her, and back, her pussy right? and her crack were pretty good. Uh, but uh, so so as I as I walk up to the door, a guy walks in from inside the venue, opens the door to the venue, and goes like, "She's with me. Uh, just let her in." And so the guy's like, "Oh, excuse me, gentlemen." And then, can I see your ID? And then, so he lets the girl in, and he was like, and so the the two the bear gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> the two bears gentlemen, the gentle bear, were like, the uh, inglorious bastards, the bear Jew. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, excuse me, that was very offensive. You know, uh, just because we're gay, you don't sir, you don't <laughs> you don't uh, check our IDs first. And then they were like, oh, well, well, you know, he was like, oh, I'm trying to let the lady through, you know, let the lady first. And he's like, uh-uh, well, I'm a, yeah, well, th- no, this is how he said it. Yeah, well, I'm a lady too, and there's no reason to discriminate against me. Oh. That's a drop. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say it again. Yeah, well, I just love that line was so, yeah, well, I'm a lady too, and just because we're gay doesn't mean you should discriminate against us. So they were and serious? They were 100% you know, I serious. I thought you were going to say that they were just fucking with No, you. they were yeah. so, they overreacted we wanted to. so far. Wow. And and the best part about it was, so this guy, let's submit, is he was so flustered by this like see the security guard the security guard like right after it's like what is the opposite of a gay bash a straight he was straight bashed you don't know that he was straight (laughs) you're right i don't but no he was definitely the way he was acting he was definitely him and one of the bears used to date Mm. and it was like an ex-boyfriend rob are you saying there's a certain way gay people act where you can spot them uh, visually Is that what you're implying? <laughs> they said they were gay. That's how I know they're gay. I'm talking about that you know how gay people act, therefore you know the, the guard was straight. Oh, no. I know he was straight is because after they... You asked him out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he turned you down. No! It is Haitian accent. No, no, no. After they walked in, after they were gone, he was like, he like put an angry face. He's like, oh, I'll show those gay guys if they do one thing wrong, we'll pounce on them. And then I'm like, oh, uh, language? Maybe? Yeah. Maybe they like being pounced on. Uh, and so. Don't so, go gay. It's not healthy. 
Just, I love that the guy was like, yeah, well, I'm a lady too. He certainly did, wasn't acting like a lady. Did they get in though? Either. Yeah, yeah. Did you see them at, like rocking out during the show? I didn't see them. No, they got VIP passes. I did, did not you? get a VIP what? pass. No, I'm not very important to Faith no more. But it's okay. It worked out fine. It was an amazing show. It was, me, it was my favorite show. Is there an opening act? I saw this year. Yeah, but I missed him. Who was the opening act? Le Bombette, Le Femettes. I don't know. I don't know. know what that is. How long did Faith No More play for? Uh, they played about an hour and a half. How much new stuff? A lot. A good amount. Uh, actually, three songs. Okay, that's fair amount. Do you like the new album? I really like it. I still have I, I wanted them to play as much new stuff as possible, but they played a lot of great old stuff, too, and they had... All the Roz- old stuff is great. Rozelle came out and freestyled over We Care A Lot. I Rob, know. what was the name of that cool. opening band? Un chasseur, 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 Bill Bill Nido in the chat. Le Butcherettes. That's oh, the okay. that's the so yeah, yeah that's that, close enough. But it was great. It was so good I'm considering buying a ticket to go see them at Madison Square Garden. With refused? Yeah. You can't get in for free with that? You don't have a I feel it'd be up? much harder. I do have a But if there's so up. many more tickets. I'm going to go. No, but they'd have to do a buy. They'd have to pay for my ticket. Whereas, I guess they probably have to do a buy for this one, too. I don't know. Just buy the ticket. You're right. I'll try. <laughs> I'll make them pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you have to lose? Mike Patton can afford it. Or Dennis Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-Lee-
That, that was my Faith No More story. Faith, uh, Noah, you have a story, right? You, you did something else. Um, yesterday, I went to a charity that my friend from work, Caroline, invited me to. Um, she works on the E Street channel, which is Bruce Springsteen's channel. Uh, why does he have a whole fucking channel? Yeah, that seems excessive. They just give so they give I th- big musicians he, channels. I think that was part of Chris Russo's contract. That, oh. uh, there has to also be a Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce channel Springsteen that he can is a huge name, so like, yeah. gotta get Brucey on that. We already have a Brucey, Chris. He's Bruce Springsteen, baby. <laughs> um, so we went to. Um, this charity event in at the Tribeca Grill, and Bruce Springsteen was playing in this little like small room, and I guess like the the best part of the night was when he was done playing. And first of all, I should say that like <laughs> the best part of that Bruce Springsteen show is when he shut the fuck up. That's basically what <laughs> oh, it was, it was so great when he finished finally. No, he no, plays no. for four fucking hours. He really does. But the people, the people who were there were huge fans because, like, a ticket in the the cheapest ticket is a thousand dollars. Oh, so this boy. is like very rich white people. And how what much did life. you pay? Nothing. Okay. Pop that of pussy, course. get in for free. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't? Do you care about Bruce Springsteen? No, I was just yeah. going along for the experience. You, you don't not care though. Like, I went to see Bruce Springsteen once. Okay, like I don't, like my friend from work, Roland, is obsessed with him. Nothing. I didn't play anything. Noah got to pop her pussy like this. If she want to see Bruce Springsteen like this, like this. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> you know, um, I was thinking the next time we play the song, can you use that uh, drop that you have of Rob saying pussy where he goes, pussy? Pussy. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the show, we'll do that. Okay. Um so anyway, so this was like a very like exclusive thing, and and he has like crazy rabid fans. So um, and it's like a lot of like rich white people dancing, which was amusing mm. in and of itself. Was Mitt Romney there? Probably. Okay. And when he like walked off stage, he had two bodyguards, and where Caroline and I were standing was like right where the stage exit was, and. Um, so his bodyguards are walking and he's like about to pass Caroline like just face to face and she's freaking out because she's a huge Bruce fan and then he comes and he's walking along next to me and then he totally eyes me up and down like he he locks eyes with me and he goes hello and then he continues those people paid between a thousand to twenty five thousand dollars this is why he noticed you he's like there's one person in this fucking room that isn't worshipping me right now I have to (laughs) and this girl's got a booty cause like everywhere he goes he's like fucking god so yeah. there's like one chick who doesn't give a shit. That's probably the biggest turn on for him. Oh, no, or so, what would happen if uh, Bruce Springsteen decided to make in, an indecent proposal and uh, give you and Jake one million dollars to have sex with you for one night? Does Jake get to have sex with Bruce Springsteen too? I don't. I'm assuming Jake doesn't want to have sex. with Well, Bruce if the offer is to both of them, you should at least have a crack at it. <laughs> a crack. Yeah. He's, I think. Uh, I think it would be a fun experience, but Jake and I will have to like discuss it so Can that we, call we know right what now? the terms are. Who, Bruce? Can we call Jake right now? Oh, Jake. All right. Negotiate this? I think, uh, yeah, go ahead, call him. No, no, no. I think, listen, He's let's working. be real. Bruce Springsteen is like 84 years old. It'll yeah. take like 10 seconds. But he, he has more energy. Like when I yeah. saw him play live, he was like crowd yeah. surfing. I mean, and also, he yeah, he's playing three hours. Yeah, he plays for three. His stamina is fine. That don't mean he could get a boner, though. It's true. 
I, you could take a pill for that. Yeah, you could, fine. you know, he might dribble on your leg after he, like you know three seconds enough, of humping. It's just, he, he has enough money that, like, if he could not get a boner, he could pay for the way to get yeah. whatever he needs to get a boner. Yeah, he also right. cured AIDS. He yeah. doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. He had AIDS. You be, you die, exactly. You wow. don't even know about it. Wow. That's how rich he is. Flash. <laughs> Wait. He's from that's how, that's how Richie is. I was going to say. Everybody's here, Richie. Richie. <laughs> Richie. Oh, they found Richie. Is it Bruce All Bruce of Steve? our memes are colliding. No, can you put up my sound there or something? There's something I realized we haven't played all show. What? Oh, hey. The original the Miley version, but... Someone linked us to, like, a response song. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Did you listen to it? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's on our, like, Facebook. The bass. See? It works. Makes it even more disgusting. That's how I was singing it when I was walking down the street. Lick my rumpus and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. You said it better, Rob or Kaya. Put your neck into it. Don't stop, just do it. Do it. Then roll your tongue from the crack back to the front. Suck it all till I shake and come, nigga. Make sure I keep us and us, nigga. All over your face and stuff. Slow head, show me so much love. The best head comes from a thug. The dick good, it big and long. Slow up until the crack of dawn. On the edge, make your faces and stuff. Do the night, make it the so Insta. much love. Dude. She's like James Hetfield. She doesn't finish. She doesn't actually finish. J- uh, James Hetfield always does it. He goes uh, like, you know, he never, he just, he just trails off. Yeah. He doesn't finish the last consonant. But at least he has actual like lyrics. He doesn't put and stuff. And like, oh, she's like, so explicit in the song, but then all of a sudden it's and stuff. Just to make it rhyme. You gotta do better than that. It's lazy writing. Lazy writing, Kaya. Come on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> some fucking self-respect when you're telling me to Or maybe that's, your ass. that's just like how she talks. She she's, just says and stuff. She's putting her uh, vocal and she's too busy putting her vocal inflection in. Back now to the front. <laughs> Can I just say uh, Bushwick Barry is listening live and he just texted me that his son is really digging this song right now and has <laughs> lots of questions. So <laughs> if your son wants to call in and ask those questions. Bushwick yeah, we'll, we'll we explain it to him. We are on board to answer anything he needs. Now it's going to get stuck in his son's head and you know like how that's gonna sticks. be in school he's gonna be in school singing that's his classmate oh kid's getting suspended it's not gonna go well oh. he's gonna say the best head come from I was, I was about to say the sooner your children learn about thug dick the better because <laughs> it's out there yeah. you gotta be ready for it and the big be digging long yeah you can trip over it All right. <laughs> we should get to the question of the week. What's your favorite part of my side back? Call us now and tell us. Recite. Oh. Oh. 
the same. Back to my is this you doing this now? No, this is the end of the song. I don't think we've ever gotten yeah, to the end. Yeah, I think I've never heard this part. It gets all artsy. <laughs> all right, the... Say it sexily. <laughs> the most sensitive part of your dick. Give it to me. Whoa. <laughs> So many drops. Have we got say drops that? in a while? It's been a while since here's we've a, gone drops. Here's a relevant one. I'm probably doing crack right now in Maryland. <laughs> Different kind of crack than we thought. <laughs> <My name>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. So this week's question of the week was if you can replace any active musician in a band, who would it be and why? <clears throat> we'll go over the voicemails first. Uh, we got... Max, here's what Max has to say. Hey, what's up, Metal Injection? It's Max here from LA, California. Sure. So I will talk about the band In Flames. There is no problem with the musicians in the band, but there is a big problem with their music, musical direction. I'm talking about their latest album, Siren Charms, which is dead. It's lifeless. It's a shame for such a gigantic band. And it's not because Jesper Stromblad left the band. Because album before Siren Charms, Sounds of the Playground Fame, that was written without him with the same lineup as now, is actually pretty good, so there is no problem with the songwriting in the band. And also, it's not because the band is getting old, blah blah blah, no way. Look at soul work. Same age category, same genre, same country, but how fantastically great they are right now. I think there is a problem with... Can I just say that his voice is sort of... He's like the Serbian Chuck Blandington. <laughs> He's that accent, and it's such a monotone, like, robotic... Hold on, let him finish. He's so earnest about it. Uh, it's not because the band is getting old, blah, blah, blah. No way. Look at Soul Work. Same age category, same genre, same country, but how fantastically great they are right now. I think that's what I thought he said. So if I would replace him, I would do my best to bring the band back to life, to make them write music that are praised and loved for old in flames, yeah. or at least recent in so flames. So he's going to make them write old in flames songs? Bye. They already wrote those songs. <laughs> yeah. Max, I have to agree with you. In flames is awful now. I, it's just they're like easy listening, basically. They're not even a metal band. It's so it's just, it's like what is this guy's? But like you're saying, I want to. Uh, he's saying he wants to be the producer so he could bring them back to their old sound. I think the problem is they don't want to yeah, go back to their exactly. old sound. The, they this is what they want to be doing. That's the issue. Like if you go see them live, I don't know if you've seen them live recently. They play no old material. They played maybe maybe one song off of Clayman. Wow, and that's so. Who actually goes to these shows? They still they sell pretty well. Do I don't know. Go who likes new them? In Flames? I don't know. I don't know. Sunflower Sea Destroyer said uh, the new In Flames album is a Shonda. It's quite a Shonda. Uh, like that Jake word. is on tour with them. Oh. So? That doesn't mean we have to like them. <clears throat> yeah. It's nothing against Jake. He's not sitting here yeah. saying this. Has he, has he expressed similar sentiments? Is that what you're saying? If he has, he can't say it <laughs> yeah, no. until after the tour. Oh. I'm sure they're, they're, I mean, they're all really nice people. he definitely likes the old stuff, but he said that um, the band is really nice. Yeah. You That's like that saying, yeah, oh, she's got a really nice personality. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, but... Uh, all right, we also got one from El Dudorino. If I could replace any musician, it would be Slipknot Sampler, the guy who wears the spiky mask. All he ever does is play sound bites for a few songs and then just stands there for the entire show. 
He's got to have the cushiest job in the world just to be able to play drops and make Slipknot money. Does anyone even know his name? You I could probably replace it. him tomorrow and no one would know the difference. He'd have to stab one of his family members just to get back in the news. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, all right. Well, to answer, know you're right. The sampler live does nothing. He doesn't even run around. He just stands there, shakes his head a little. Isn't that like what that's DJs it. do? Like if you go yeah. see a DJ, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, the really. guy with a laptop but in front of him. When I've brought this up before, <laughs> when I've brought this up before, uh, Slipknot uh, fans have defended him, saying that while he doesn't do anything live, he's very instrumental, uh, pun intended, in uh, in creating the song. Like his work, and then it's like he should still get to have the fun of being on stage. Yeah, Yeah. so so that's why he does it. Like, but I feel like that would be a boring job, just standing around watching like all of your bandmates be creative, and you just have to stand there. Well, he's dancing around, isn't he? Could could they like dangle him from the ceiling, like upside down, like something? Other members, they have other members to do that. That's what Sid Wilson does. Yeah, that's an actual. Who who is the DJ of the band? They actually have a DJ and a a sample. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's just ridiculous. He he, he hangs out. He's just a guy that hangs out. He's just there to chill. Since the sampler of Slipknot doesn't do anything, I propose that we have him go to El Duderino's house and blow his fucking. Yes, please. Get those booger shots out of there. Finally, he just has a nasal condition. Leave him alone. (laughs) See a doctor, Rob. Can you get him on the live cast uh, insurance plan so you can go see a... <laughs> you a guys aren't thing, even on the live Here's the funny thing about him is that he's in the chat and like near 100% rate of funny comments. And I forget that he has that nose thing. <laughs> oh, so that make it and I'm like, wow, this joking? guy's really, really funny. But then when he talks, I'm like totally distracted <laughs> by that. And it's nothing against you. I think you're hilarious. See, I thought Duterino. it was just me that was distracted by that. But it's so distracting. God. Like I want you I want to like start a Kickstarter so you can get your nose thing fixed. <laughs> to kick oh. him in the back of the that's head. A, that's it sounds like a, a backhanded compliment, but it is a real compliment. I think he's one of the best commenters that we have. Yeah. Just blow so your fucking nose once. All right. So now, now it's up to us. What do we think? Who uh, Noah? Who Who would you want to replace in what band? Um. Do you need a moment? Do you want to pass this? And okay, you think about it, yeah. Sid. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't well, do my homework. At first, I was thinking along the same lines as Dudorino of like, what would be the easiest job since I don't have instruments? But to keep it topical. And to keep it relevant to what we've discussed on the show tonight, I'm going to change my answer since I didn't actually have a concrete one to begin with. If I could replace anyone in any band, I would replace the bassist of Skid Row. (laughs) And I would approve that reunion so the rest of those guys could fucking make the money that they want. There we go. A little good deed. There we go. go. Oh, me? Yeah. I would replace the bus driver in Metallica. So you could drop the bus on uh, Cliff twice. No, no. So I could I could drop the bus on other people who should have died instead of uh, Cliff Burton. Have Cliff be the only one that survived? Yes. And and then he would make solo albums. Uh, Well, I thought about. I actually thought about it, and I was like, "Well, what are you trying to say? I can't play an instrument, so I I don't want to be a guitarist. I have to be a front man." Do you still have that acoustic guitar that you had when we lived together? No, I gave it back. Alan let me borrow it. Can I interrupt you? I'm sorry. I know you're giving your answer, but weren't you in a band with Noah once as the front man? We weren't really. Yeah, I was a singer. There wasn't that proposed an idea though. Yeah. We were like kind of in a band. We had like practiced three or four times. We didn't have a. You didn't name. have a name. It's the first thing you have to do. Yeah. No, we were just jamming. It was yeah. like, oh, let's all get together we and jam. You made songs. it totally sound like you were in a band and eventually going to have gigs. 
Wait. Maybe that was like my faulty then? perception. And maybe yeah, we, like two thousand one. Maybe we were uh, like. We were just excited about yeah, like getting out of the and house. like kind of like oh we're gonna make it. But uh, we had a place to so, go. So smoke I, pot. I would replace Serge Tonkin oh, in okay. System of a Down because oh, that seems like the most fun to do. But I'm probably not as good of a. I'm def- <laughs> definitely probably yeah, not. Definitely not <laughs> as good as. But you're as Middle Eastern looking, so that way it would work. Okay. You could do the same hair configuration. Just lip sync. Make it like System yeah. of a Down mania. Well, if I, if I could lip sync, I could just do anything. I'd be in uh, like, System of a Down. <laughs> I guess they're a pretty big band. Yeah, yeah. like where are you going? They're that? pretty much the top of the the mountain in terms of headliners. I yeah, about that. But. System of well, a Well, like I mean, uh, like I guess Metallica would. Really they're not be the killers. The, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to be like in the, the killers. killers. You don't want to be Brandon Flowers. No. You should replace uh, Axl Rose in Guns N' Roses. Yeah. So there'll just be four random guys. Oh, I would replace <laughs> Axl Rose, and then I'd reunite him. I'd be like, all right, we could do it. Slash, get in here. Get out of here, DJ Slashpa. What about uh, uh, did Buckethead? You could be the new Buckethead. Oh. Doesn't he have, like, a bucket of chicken wings on his head? Yeah. So you could have the a bucket of The chicken wings ribs. aren't. It's just We need bucket. a bigger bucket. We would need a bigger bucket. That is for sure. Someone, do you know, uh, Rob, you're a music industry insider. Do you know who Buckethead actually is? No. It's a person. It's like, he's, like not, it's someone that, he's not like anybody who does something else. But That's how do you know? That he does. If you don't know who he is, then maybe he it's is. Marty Friedman. I know it's that uh, uh, the maybe one it's John Frusciante. thing I know is that he auditioned for Guar. Okay. And they were like, dude, no. You're like way better. You just do oh. your own thing. They like it was kind of like, like perfect. I I'd have to wear a mask anyway. This is the best game. He, <laughs> he auditioned as Buckethead. So he came into the audition already with a bucket on his head. So oh, I'm not he sure if he had the bucket on his head, but I think that was part of the deal. Was that like he was? He oh, had like, to be Buckethead yeah. in, Guar? in Guar. It's in his rider. <laughs> so he wouldn't wear the outfit. So from based on that, I can tell he doesn't get Guar. Right. Right. Okay. So they probably said they probably said you're way too big for this, but they're probably thinking, "What a dickhead!" Unless maybe they could have like made a special costume for him that implemented like a weird space bucket on (laughs) buckethead Maximus. No, I have to wear the actual bucket that I always wear. I'm sorry. That my lucky work. bucket. Could you imagine how bad that bucket smells? It's like a, oh, it's I feel like he has multiple I'm sure, buckets. But if, if it's the same one always, then it's what smells worse, that bucket or Sway's schmata? Oh, uh, that's I can't a, even imagine. The that's bucket, the next question the, of the week. The, definitely the bucket because the schmata can be laundered. That's true. But after a day's work, it's serious. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just sitting still. Yeah, but he, well, he's on. under hot. He's got to run to catch hot a cab. Lights. Yeah, then that's rough. Stinks. <laughs> There's hot lights and serious. Why? <laughs> You know, like the studio lights. He's has, he has he simulcasts thing. his. Oh, his he thing. Don't know. Yeah, there's all these videos on YouTube of his. Show. Oh yeah, uh, Kanye yelling at him. I guess that was on. And video. people who are like always like on TV have to walk around with like lights around them so that they don't look any different. <laughs> it's true. Oh, there's a. By the way, there's an other people's lint reference in the chat. What? Yep. Did I? We we mentioned that on the show. Oh yeah. Even, Jesus yes. Christ. Yep. <laughs> Wow, all right. We that was Sid's band with Lonnie. Yeah, That's the joke that there. We actually rehearsed a couple times, and that was it. But we did have a name. <laughs> and more than this fucking Robin Noah did. Yeah. By the way, you should replace Lonnie in other people's ah, lips, and then oh. there'll be just two of you. Oh. Um, but who were the other people in your band with Rob? Um, Leo. Alan? Oh, Leo. Nick? Leo? No, Nick. Alan wasn't in our band, and Ilya. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Cast of characters. We're going back. Is Leo Nick- the dead one? 
He, None no. of them are dead. He knew They're a guy named alive. Leo that died, though, a different Yeah, guy, right? I do. Oh. I did know another Leo who died of a drug overdose. That's okay. That's what I And he I is the know, person I smoked pot with. I didn't know you time. knew multiple Leos. That's weird. One of them was Russian, thing. another one was Italian. Correct. Was it Lev? And he just preferred Leo? No, or? he was Leonid. Okay. Oh. Leonid. Is that the dead one? <laughs> that's the dead one. The other one was Leonardo. Is Leonardo. Is, yeah. No, well, he no longer goes by Leonardo. When was the last time you talked to him? Uh, I see. He's on. He's on my Facebook. Okay, I see him pop up. All right, he's so alive. you know he's alive for sure. Yeah, he's alive. Rest in peace, Leonid. It's oh. true. It's been like ten years Jeez. since he died. It's pretty crazy. Don't do heroin. <laughs> Don't do heroin, children. Leonardo. Uh, what's our question for next week? You just came up with it. I forgot what it was. Oh, what's the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten? Yes, that's it. Does it have to be something you swallowed, or could it be something you had in your mouth and you chewed in the? Anything out? remotely related is to that eating drop? something disgusting. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> that could be a drop. If you had it in your mouth and realized there was something disgusting and spat it out, yes. that's fine. Okay. If you ate it answer. and vomited it up, that's fine. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we've we've just provided you with about two hours of entertainment. The least you could do. Oh. Yeah, the least you could it. do is give us a five-star review on iTunes. Well, the mother. least you could do is nothing. But if you could, please, we would very much appreciate it if you give us a, a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Probably oh, like a Jewish mother over here. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Stop. And uh, we'll be back next week with another brand new episode. And, and maybe we'll have a special guest next week, too. You don't know. You might. You don't know. Who knows? Don't be a smart ass. We'll see you next week.